Welcome to Dice Camera Action in Audio Form. I'm Greg Tito, host of Dragon Talk. Chris Perkins is the dungeon master for the amazing group of adventurers known as the Waffle Crew. They've been broadcasting on twitch.tv slash dnd at 4 p.m. Pacific time every Tuesday for a while, but we wanted to give fans who prefer to listen in audio form a way to follow their adventures. We're going back to the start of the Waffle Crew's adventures in Barovia and the greater Sword Coast area and publishing them all on this new podcast feed. Going forward, we'll be releasing weekly episodes pulled from the live stream here on the Dice Camera Action RSS. For more information on the Waffle Crew or Dice Camera Action, go to dnd.wizards.com dca or head to the Dice Camera Action wiki at dicecameraaction.gamepedia.com for full episode recaps and information about all the NPCs, guest appearances, and adopted pets of the party. For this episode, we'll pick up right when Chris Perkins says hello to the crew. Enjoy this suboptimal party. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Dice Camera Action, a D&D show with lots of super wonderful people, uh, one of whom we're missing, but only briefly. Christina will be popping in very shortly. Um, but while we are waiting for her grand entrance, let me briefly recap what has happened thus far. The Waffle Crew encountered an adventurer named Artis Simber in the cold, cold reaches of the spine of the world. And with him, managed to steal the Ring of Winter, a powerful elvish artifact, from the clutches of a three-headed frost giant. Artis warned the Waffle Crew about the power of, it, of the ring, the evil contained within it, and its ability to take hold of those who possess it. And only by his sheer force of will had he, in the past and the present, been able to wear it safely. It also granted him effective immortality as the ring halts the aging process of its wearer. The artists and the Waffle Crew became separated in the port city of Nyan, uh, the city of Port Nyanzaru on the coast of Chult, only to encounter each other later by chance deep in the jungles of Chult when an airship crash brought them into conflict, and it seemed as if Artis, contrary to his earlier assurances, had fallen under the evil sway of the ring. It was then that the party slew Artis, took the ring off him, and it ended up in Paulton's possession, where over a period of time insinuated itself more and more into Paulton's life until they essentially emerged and evil Paulton was born. All of which were accidents. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Paulton took the ring into the Shadowfell with the Waffle Crew and their new companion Miranda, an elvish druid. And it was in the Shadowfell that the ring fell into Miranda's position, whereupon she disappeared from the scene with the intention of destroying the ring, finding the key to its destruction. And no, it wasn't throwing it into a volcano. In this case, it was putting it on the finger of an archfey called the Summer Queen. But before she could set out on a task to do it, Miranda's perspective changed when she used the ring to create a companion of ice named Gwyneth and became so attached to Gwyneth that she felt she needed the ring to keep this friendship this love from melting away. The ring was stolen and borne to the city of Waterdeep, where it returned to Paulton's hand once again, briefly before it was seized from him by the archwizard Manshoon, he of the iron grasp. Manshoon slipped Paulton's ring on his finger. Evelyn swooped down and tried to tear it off while everyone else was converging on Paulton's location. 
not before an ice dragon was summoned and caused the roof of the yawning portal to collapse. Uh, last we left Paulton, he was bleeding out on the floor. Evelyn was clutching at Manchun's iron fist to try to get the ring. Gwyneth was swooping down from the sky. Miranda was in the street outside near Strix on her broom and Diath running like the wind. And that's when a portal outside opened and Alessandra Rayburton, the widow of artist Simber, also on a quest for the ring, arrived astride her Tyrannosaurus Rex. I think that pretty much covers it. What a wacky picture to be painted. <laughs> yes. Uh, so from the, from the perspective of people outside, they saw the dragon disappear into the uh, yawning portal. Uh, it's a big building, just big enough to fit so monstrous a creature. Uh, they saw Evelyn disappear inside the building. They can see Gwyneth about to swoop down on the building. And of course, they can see the Tyrannosaurus Rex. Uh, Strix and Diath, you're actually pretty... You've, you sort of crossed paths. Strix, you had cast a death ward on Diath at one point, so you're kind of keeping up with him uh, as he arrives on the scene. Um, yeah, I wanted to have Strix... Um, if, if we're standing outside of the portal, of the yawning portal, right? Like, outside the door. Uh, yeah, you are. You're basically in the street, out in front of the yawning portal. We're like, yeah. I think we just saw Alessandro show up, right? Yes. Yeah, she yeah. literally just dropped into the street right in front of Miranda. Yeah. Yeah, and well, Strix is, like, panicking at this point because the last time this happened, it was terrible and everyone almost died. Um, and unbeknownst to the Waffle Crew, she's been doing a bunch of research that has promoted absolutely nothing. Just absolutely nothing. She doesn't understand what's happening. But um, she's going to walk up to Diet and just kind of look and be like, I don't want you to die. I don't want to die, and I don't... I think it's because I'm cursed. And uh, she's just going to, like, stand there, just going, Is I, I think I'm cursed, and I, but it's because I don't want you to die. I don't understand. Uh, I guess Diaz will just say, I don't want you to die either. And I certainly don't want you to be lost. Just stay close to me, okay? While this is happening, while this is happening, little snowflakes are rising up into the sky. Oh around God! <laughs> she doesn't notice that. <laughs> <laughs> but she's gonna take her hand and she's gonna put it on his face, and actually put her hand on his face and say, "I don't know what this means, but I don't want to lose whatever this curse is. I don't want you to die." I really don't want you to die. Uh, after a moment, Diaz will kind of take his hand and grab hers. Uh, and we'll just say, I'm not going anywhere. But for now, our friends need our help. And we'll like bring the hand down, still holding on to it and turning their attention back towards uh, the T-Rex and an ice dragon and all that. Mm -hmm. Hi, guys! And then Strix is like, oh, no! <laughs> Big <laughs> T-Rex. Hey, Christina. Hello, can you hear me? <laughs> yeah, can you hear us? Yes, hi. 
Happy birthday <laughs> to you. you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Christina. Happy birthday to you. We were probably all over the place. Did it sink? Probably not. No, probably not. So there are so many, so many characters in this session, and so many moving parts. I am using my own initiative cards today. Alessandra, you come through the portal and you land in the street in front of this inn, the roof of which has collapsed inward. You can hear thrashing from within, but out on the street with you, you see an elf, uh, a female elf. Uh, you see uh, behind her, some distance, the familiar figures of Diath and Strix. Strix on her broom, floating next to Diath. Uh, and you also see sort of chaos of just random people running away from the scene. Now, you know that you have arrived here, uh, basically uh, targeting this location with the aid of uh, two of your uh, uh, followers who had been kind of on the lookout for the ring or signs of the ring. You know they're nearby, but you don't know exactly where they are. Those are your bodyguards, Assam and Faros. What do you do when you arrive? So I can I can see Strix and Dia here. Yeah, they're they're a little distance away from you, but within uh, if you were to call out to them, they would be close enough to hear. And then you just happen to land near this elf woman that you don't recognize. Who are you? Why? Who? Wait, hang on. I have to do something before I talk to you. Hang on. Can you give me just like a second? You don't know who you are? I do. Well, obviously I do know who I am, but I don't know who you are and I don't really want to talk to you right now because I have to go save my friend. Uh, They're friends of mine as well, so... Oh, so we get help from the giant dinosaur. We're friends. Alrighty, cool. Well, I'm Miranda then. Hi. Hi. I'm gonna go you're, for you're, it. Okay. Go for your, it. Your 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 mount is a little creepy. I don't like <laughs> it. All right. Bye. Terrence isn't creepy. You're <laughs> Terrence. Strix is, is gonna like lean into DF. Be like, didn't we didn't we make her mad last time? I think she's just always bad. Okay, that's fine. The other I'm thing, the other thing you notice, Alessandra, is that it is very very cold in the city. Um, considering it's near the beginning of summer, that strikes you as not normal. This is clearly a sign that the ring's power has been invoked. And you also see that there's snow both falling from the sky and levitating upward. That's normal. I'm going to make my way over to Strix and Dia. Okay. <laughs> Strix. Hello. Oh, good. Yes. I'm glad you did it on the T-Rex. <laughs> good. <laughs> Yes. Which, do you want to tell me what's happening? Oh, that me? Is that how you, that's how I'm addressed these days? All right. <laughs> she, Only because I forgot your name. Um, it's Strix. That's my name. Got it. I mean, I don't really know if it's my name, but, you know, it's my name for now. Anyway, we don't know what's happening in there, and there's a giant ice dragon, and I feel like your giant dinosaur might be able to fight that giant ice dragon. Sounds like something we could do. 
Yes. But we need a plan because last time I went into an inn like this where the Ring of Winter was involved, I immediately almost died and then got sucked away to help the C team and then came back healed, thankfully, with a bunch of gifts. <laughs> okay. I don't know how that happened. Okay, that sounds like something. Do you have any idea what you'd like to do? All right, we need to be strategic. I say you make the T-Rex strict that's never going to happen. Strategic is not a thing. <laughs> I have no I have no skills in that department. I say that we take you make the dinosaur go in first. And I look up at the dinosaur and I'm like, "Terrence, hello. Would you like to help be a hero?" <laughs> <laughs> Please tell me you're going to voice my dinosaur. Every dinosaur's dream. <laughs> so Terrence is just a T-Rex. <laughs> right. So, Terrence doesn't know that. This thing looks like a dragon. She doesn't he, know. He just lets out this terrible roar. But, uh, you know, make an insight check, Strix. Okay. That's not that. For a T-Rex? Cool. That's 14. Okay. Um, y- your best assessment is that uh, this is this is a trained beast that is beholden uh, through some sort of mystical connection to Ubtau uh, and is in the service of Alessandra and completely under her control. So it will do whatever you think it huh. will do, whatever okay. she tells it to do. All right. Well, I look at her and I'm like, this is this is a d- great distraction for getting whoever has the Ring of Winter on to not pay attention to whoever is taking the Ring of Winter off and I like look around Dieth and I hold up my pair of scissors. Are you you intending to cut the finger off? We'll do whatever we have to do. It's bad news. I'm over at the window and I turn and look at you guys and I'm yelling, do you guys know a weird pale man with long hair and a skirt that looks like a beard? All right. At this point in time, Miranda, as you are looking through the, the window of the inn, you can see the chaos reigning inside, this big ice dragon uh, thrashing around, smashing, smashing things. You see a man with a sword. Looks like he might be the innkeeper, but it's a big-ass sword he's wielding, and a scary greatsword at that. And uh, he's standing toe-to-toe with a black-clad wizard with a metal gauntlet that Evelyn is basically clinging onto and using her feet to kind of push off from. Uh, but there are also a slew of towering green-skinned, bat-winged demons that are descending upon Evelyn, even as you watch this, and they begin to accost her, and the way they move suggests that there's actually two of these creatures, but that there are multiple magical duplicates of them to basically thwart attacks against them. So to confuse anybody who might attack them. <coughs> Uh, but right now, their turn, they come down and make big great axe swings at Evelyn. Uh, Evelyn, the first one is a 22 to hit, and the second one's a natural one, so that missed. The 22 will hit, though. Okay. And then the second, uh, t- the second swings is a 16, which misses, and a 25, which hits. Hit. So you're hit a total of twice by two different attacks, and the first one... Does 27 slashing damage. I am um, wielding a shield, so I'm going to use my protection fighting style as a reaction to impose disadvantage on that attack. Okay. Uh, that second roll is a, is a 26, so it's going to hit regardless. 
Um, so 27 on that attack, and, and 26 on the next, for a total of uh, 53 Ow. points of damage. That's not nice. And then they're done. And then their images all sort of move around to confuse you as to which one was the actual one that hit you. Dieth, what do you do? Um, Strix, can I borrow those scissors? <laughs> you're, you're muted. I'm sorry. You knew what I was doing. I was pointing at the scissors. I was like, you grab the scissors. Yeah. yeah, yeah. so she hands them over. It'll be easier for me to get in close if it comes to that. That's what I figured. We'll need your magic and your fire to handle everything else. That's uh, also what I figured. Just, Please don't die. Just be careful. I'm trusting you. Uh, Diaz will go up to the window where Miranda was kind of peeking in so he could figure out what the fuck's going on. Mm-hmm. That's when you see uh, Manshoon and Evelyn in close proximity to each other, the dragon which looks like it will wreak havoc any minute now. Paulton lying face down on the ground. And I have not met Manshoon before, right? That is true, because you did not go to Gralhund Villa. So what you see before you is uh, Evelyn uh, duking it out with a black-robed wizard, his cowl is up, so you can just see sort of the barest hint of a very pale face and long, dark hair uh, issuing from underneath it. You can also see that he has a metal gauntlet for his left hand, clenched, and uh, the glowing ring of winter is on Oof. one of his fingers. He uh, looks okay. real evil. Just, <laughs> just <laughs> he's, got a, he's got a wicked staff. Yes. <laughs> metal gauntlet, ring, and even fighting him is more than enough for me. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So, I know there's a main entrance to the yawning portal. Was there, there any kind of side or rear entry point? Yeah, there are other entry points. Okay, yeah, I would like to make my way to the rear, ideally to the one that's closest to like the backside of this figure that is battling. Absolutely. When you go around in that direction, and I just rolled this randomly, uh, you see that the entrance is open, but it's just absolutely choked with fallen rubble. Heck. Where a large piece of the ceiling has fallen inward and blocked it off. That doesn't necessarily mean you don't think you could try to slip through it, but you see it's obviously an obstacle. Okay. Well, I am a lanky boy. All right. (laughs) So I I will attempt to try to get... to see if I can't squeeze through that. Okay, you start to make your way through the wreckage and the dust. Make a dexterity acrobatics check for me. Acrobatics? Yay! It's going to be really good. That's good. Uh, 27. Okay, you are able to navigate through the wreckage to basically enter from the side and from Manchun's perspective, behind him. Great. Uh, Yeah, then depending on how much action I have left, I would like to try to stealth my way up to him. You can absolutely do that. (laughs) Okay. Go ahead and make a stealth check. Okay. Uh, 23. Wait. No, I'm proficient. Therefore, because of my reliable talent, 24. Oh, okay. All right. Um... 
Oh, and I forgot to roll for the demons because they're present as well. Uh, Okay, so neither Manchun nor the Nykaloths nor the Ice Dragon are able to detect you before as you creep up behind him. Thank you. All right. And then I want to get that ring. How are you going to do that? He's got it worn on the clenched fist of his metal hand. If there's one thing that DS can do, it's sleight of hand. That's true. Which I've done maybe once this entire campaign. (laughs) Who knows how he does it? It seems impossible. (laughs) (laughs) As though stealing a ring from a clenched iron fist. (laughs) But if anyone can do it, DS sure can. Uh, Even if it had to be at disadvantage. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the uh, metal hand kind of spooks me away from using the scissors. Sure. Um, Yeah, I guess this sort, Dieth just kind of appear behind him and more or less uh, like grab his hand and pull it out straight, use his right hand to kind of like wrap it around to hold it straight, and then use that left hand while holding the arm straight to like slip the finger off from the end. That's that's the dis- theatrical description of the attempt of sliding the, fi- the ring off. Pretty sure I said don't die. <laughs> All right, uh, go ahead and uh, make a strength athletics check to grapple. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's use this die. I would like to use my human determination ability to give myself an <laughs> advantage. Absolutely. Uh, it's ability check. Because uh, that was a three. You know what? I'm going to use a different d20. Hey. The three was better. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, no. <sighs> okay. Remember, you're deaf, Warded. Yeah. Uh, yes. So uh, he turns to and looks at you and, hey. and, sa- and laughs. He laughs in your, space, in your face and says, I have years searching for this ring. Now it's mine. Once I attune to it, not you, not Laryl, not Elminster of Shadowdale himself will be able to protect the city from my wrath. <laughs> and then he tells the dragon to squish you. Oh. Well, that uh, Laryl name drop sure is brilliant. <laughs> yep. But uh, Gwyneth, you're next. All right. How far away am I from the hole in the top of the yawning portal? Not far at all. Like 10 feet away from the hole and about another... 15 or so feet down into the structure to get to the floor. Okay, um, do I, and Miranda, is Miranda still outside or did Miranda yeah, she's, go in? she's outside by a window so that she can see in, but she hasn't actually gone in. Hmm. I'm just going to go straight after the dragon. Okay. Uh, go for it. You can, you can attack the dragon. Um, well, I'm going to fly in, like, after it. Okay. And as I'm a... Uh, 
as I'm flying down, I'm going to uh, create my ice rapier. Okay, your just, ice rapier just sort of forms in your hand, stretching outward to a sharp, piercing tip. Uh, yeah, and so I guess, yeah, I'll go straight for the dragon. Why okay. not? Have at it. Make your attacks against the dragon. And remember, you have multiple attacks. I do. Um, oh no. <laughs> A <laughs> uh, 16 and a 15. Okay, fortunately, this is a big dragon. Uh, you hit both times. Oh, good. Oh, good. Now, just so you know, your cold damage will not hurt the dragon, but your normal I... piercing damage will. That's, that's fair. Um, it's going to take five and then six points of regular damage. Okay, so you, you chip... T- uh, two basically chips off its scales. Uh, the dragon looks like it can take a lot more of that poking. Um, and do I have any of my... Uh, that was 25 feet, right? To yep. get into? Correct. I'm just going to fly up five more feet. Okay. So you're kind of just hovering above the dragon. That's where you want to be, right? Yeah. Okay. Those of you who are inside the inn can, for the first time up close, see this woman made of ice with these beautiful crystalline wings floating above the dragon whom she's just pierced twice with her icy rapier. Evelyn has, like, sparkly eyes. Right. Yes. <laughs> except, for, except for Paul, who's lying face down on the floor. <coughs> still, still dying here. Oh, yep. right. Yep, right. Out yeah. on the street, Strix, Alessandra, and Miranda, you see... Uh, coming out from some other buildings onto the street, uh, from between two buildings, I should say, is a black-cloaked figure with pale face, long, dark hair, Uh and a metal hand. What the... Uh, It is... It is... It is he. It's Manchun? Yep. He has another Manchun? uh, He he casts a spell, and, uh, well, first thing he does is he looks and says to Alessandra, Alessandra Rayburton, well, you have come a long way to die. No one's dying! (laughs) And he casts a spell and a big hand of ice forms before you, Alessandra, and tries to grab hold of you. And I cast Halt. What? I'm just going like this. <laughs> uh, His big bee's hand is... Uh, so, this will be... Uh, Uh, use the hand strength score to attempt to grapple. So this is an ability check it's making against you, not an attack. Um, so you get to make a uh, either a strength athletics or a dexterity acrobatics check, your choice, to try to resist this grappling hand. Strength. Hmm. 
Okay, the hand tries to grapple you, and you just kind of bend its icy fingers back and throw the hand off of you. Uh, it is not able to uh, grasp you. You should really know me better than that by now. And uh, you can see he just clenches his fist and shakes it at you. I'm not used to what I did to your last fist. Yep. <laughs> we have Evelyn. Why could you say that? I mean, strong people that aren't wearing armor, big armor. Then uh, coming up no behind shame. you from uh, some other place in the city, Alessandra, is your druid companion, Nylendri, on the back of her triceratops. And she says, I am so sorry, mistress. I got dropped one street over. I don't know what happened. Well, you're here now. A little late, but welcome. And, Did uh, you find out anything? Uh, and uh, she says, our arrival here has created quite a panic. How so? I, I saw members of the city watch mustering and heading in our direction. Great. <laughs> Tom, too many dinos! <laughs> yep. And, uh, she looks at Manchun, having watched what he tried to do to you, and she says, may I charge him? Please. All right. Uh, she takes the triceratops and barrels it toward Manchun with the intention of trying to trample him. Yay! He better not hurt her. All right. Triceratops rolled a 20, which is enough all right, uh, so it makes this trampling charge, gore, or stomping Manchun as it trundles past, knocking Manchun to the cobblestone street. And uh, so the wizard is now prone with the triceratops basically looming above him. Then... Nylendry says, stay down. Nothing. Paulton. Mm -hmm. Paulton has a death save. Cool. <coughs> cool. That's, that's, a, that's good? Cool? I, I don't know, Chris Perkins. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can I can decide, but I'd just as soon let the dice do that. Uh, yep, that would be a five. Okay. Ouch. So the blood continues to flow out across the floor. <laughs> Still uh, dead. Yeah. Just pointing that out. Still dying. Um, Still dying. I can help. <laughs> Let's see. Um, uh, yeah. A Andrew, Andrew is going to scuttle across the floor and uh, launch itself at this other Manchun cool. with the Ring of Winter. Uh, but he just gets swatted away by Manchun's staff. No! Simon, who when we last saw was basically hiding under a table and pushed himself over in a corner by the entrance to stay out of harm's way of the dragon, uh, says to Evelyn... Mommy, Daddy doesn't look so good. Evelyn is on the floor after having, like, 
braced her feet against Minchun, trying to pull the ring off, basically like popped off, fell on the ground, was attacked by all these shadowy thingies. Mm-hmm. And she's swatting them away. She's like, I know, honey. It's okay. Give mommy just a second. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Diath, Durnan seems more concerned about the damage that this dragon is doing to his establishment and turns to face it, uh, striking it four times, or trying to strike it four times with his greatsword. And he hits the dragon all four times uh, as the sword... Oh, if the target is an object, it takes extra damage from this sword. Great. Uh, (laughs) It's not technically an object, though. It's a construct. But you know what? But you know what? Fuck it. He's going to get it. Um, All right. (laughs) Who says Chris Perkins is not the kind DM? Exactly. (laughs) Who says he's not merciful? Right. So he starts just hacking away at this ice dragon, and big chunks of the dragon go flying off. Let's see if I take average damage. Uh, Okay. Uh, This dragon, you think, after this series of four whacks, may have lost up to one-fifth of its hit points. Sorry, did you say fifth? A fifth of its hit points. Looks like just went... I mean, that's a lot. Yeah. That also means there's four-fifths remaining. That's yes. okay. We'll be okay. Oops, I just took that off the wrong creature. <laughs> just leave it, you know, you just add yeah, to you it. Yeah, you can leave it. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I, was, I had that on Manchun. It's like, well, no, Manchun, no. Uh, so after whacking on this dragon four times, he says to the dragon, grave mistake. Out on the street, Strix Alasanda, you see two figures uh, come out from around the backside of the tavern. At first, they look like uh, tall, well-built uh, Chalton men in sort of cloaks and plain garb. But then they rip their cloaks off with this flourish. The cloaks magically turn to shadow all around them, swirl around them once, and then the cloaks disappear, and what's left standing where they were are these same two men, but they are clad in golden armor with pterodactyl helms. What and, the shit is happening here? And you recognize them, uh, Alessandra, as your bodyguards, Assam and Farus. Freaking cool. <laughs> Their okay. two pterodactyls just fly right over them like fighter jets. Cool. And they pull out their greatswords and charge the Manchun lying prone on the street. Strix is watching this like the coolest thing she's ever seen. Like, oh, wow! All right. I thought we were done with dinos. Yep. Uh, They both hit Manchun, and the wizard on the street uh, looks in pretty bad shape. That's them. All right. The Manchun in the tavern goes next. Uh, You can see that the ring is sort of sparkling on his hand, but it doesn't sort of shimmer evil in the way you saw it when it was in Paulton's possession. Like it hasn't, he hasn't fully awakened its power yet. For that reason, uh, he does not use the ring at this point in time, except, uh, but he does shoot his gaze up at the curious flying creature who's been attacking his ice dragon. And he 
says to you, Gwyneth, all that the ring has made, I control. And he uh, holds his mailed hand up to you. You see the glimmer of the ring, and he is trying to exert control over you. But since you were not simply created by the ring, but be created by the ring and Miranda's power, you get a saving throw to resist Manchun's <laughs> command. Which, which saving throw? That would be a uh, wisdom saving throw. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's a lie. Uh, that would be a charisma saving throw. Well, I rolled a natural twenty, so I don't think it really matters that much. Okay. <laughs> don't touch my girlfriend. <laughs> yes, and Miranda, you're looking through the window. In the window. Basically, while Friend. he's trying to exert the power of the ring over her, and Gwyneth's like, no. <laughs> Coming after it. <laughs> All right, that's his action. The ice dragon goes next. Diaf and Dernan are the subjects of its wrath. Good. I'm glad. All right. Uh, so first thing off, it tries to bite Dernan successfully. That hurt. Then it tries to claw Dernan twice, succeeding both times. Dernan is bloodied after that. Oh, no. And then tail smash on you, Paulton. Uh, that will be um, a 19. Um, oh, sorry. Or, I'm sorry, yeah. a DF. <laughs> <laughs> 19. It's just going to kill him out, right? him? Like, 19 oh. on DF. Ow. Ow. Uh, 19? Yeah. Uh, I... Remember, you have the bad. I, I do. And what I also have is pulling out gutter and using my new blade mastery feat to use my reaction to enter a parry stance, giving me one more additional armor class. Oh, shit. So he misses. Okay. Damn. That's the ice dragon. Okay. I also have advantage on opportunity attacks, but that doesn't matter. That's good to know. Yeah. Inside the tavern, coming out of the shadows, is a stealthy assassin-like figure. All right, bye, everyone. No! Oh, God. <laughs> this is... Chris was like... Just let me get I... my turn! Chris is like, I heard the kids like Battle Royale. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> 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 All right, uh, Diaz, uh, when the, you, you're, you're, the hairs on the back of your neck tingle when you, you realize that there is another person here, a dangerous force about to reveal itself... It does not attack you, however. It grabs Simon from underneath the table, <gasps> picks him up, and holds a blade to the kid. And you realize it is Erstel Floxen, the Zent assassin, who you have met time and again. This motherfucker! Ooh. And uh, he says, touch the wizard and the kid dies. Out on the street, more figures show up, and it's not Why? the. <laughs> it is not the city watch. Todd. It is a a woman who looks like a swashbuckler in black leather, with a rapier, 
and red, red curly hair. There is a, a male uh, Tarami, uh, colorfully dressed, looks like a bard, and has a, a lyre, L-Y-R-E, in his possession. And there is a host of flying snakes, very colorful flying snakes all around him. There is a bald woman whose head is covered with tattoos, uh, dressed in black robes. There is two halflings, both females, dressed like ninjas. There is a, there is a Kalashite woman with a curved scimitar dressed in gleaming armor. There is a halfling uh, who looks like a, a very well-dressed wizard with a dashing-looking cape and a uh, sort of a tricorn hat. Um, and there is a male half-orc with a red mohawk. All of these Zentarum figures pour out into the street, and the, the swashbuckler woman orders them to... She shouts, Kill the dinosaurs! Uh, you're, you're right. The yawning portal is the tilted towers of Waterdeep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, where I feel like Chris just yeah. rolled one d one hundred. Yep. And just said, "That's many, how many people are going to show up? Let's go." Mm. <laughs> so the, the ones on the ground uh, begin uh, running over and uh, attacking the Triceratops and uh, charging Alessandra across the the street to get at her to take her down off her T Rex. Meanwhile. From the rooftops come a flurry of crossbow bolts that rain down upon both dinosaurs. Everyone's here. What? Let's play. Let's play a game. Everyone drinks every time Chris says. Meanwhile, from now on, <laughs> every time a new character is added. Oh All right. Uh, so both Terrence and the Triceratops, uh, while big hulking brutes, they're not that hard to hit. So Alessandra, several crossbow bolts start to stick in Terrence's side, neck, and head. And uh, you can see that the halfling ninjas are basically dancing around your, tri- your, your T-Rex's feet and thrusting and stabbing at it with their knives. It seems kind of ludicrous to you, that these tiny little creatures are attacking this big creature, but you do admire their ferocity, their fearlessness. Um, while that's going on, Strix, what do you do? I'm overwhelmed. I'm just like looking from the pterodactyls to Banshoon to like the. I'm just like, ah! <laughs> but I knew that. Um, I know that Paulton and Evelyn and Dia are in the end, so I'm just like. I think they can handle it. <laughs> just going to the end. Okay, staying on your broom, like going in through the roof, kind of deal, or through the entrance, or what? Um, I will probably go through the entrance because okay. I'm right in front of the entrance. All right. Because um, I don't think I want to go in the air, considering there's a dragon and crossbow bolts, and there's a thousand things going on right now. All right. While that's going on, the, the, you sort of, one of the people you blow past is this Zentarim, this colorfully dressed Zentarim bard who has all these flying snakes over his head. He's not paying attention to you, but he's striking, okay. he's striking notes on his lyre to inspire the Zentarim and to warn them that the city watch could arrive at any time. Stri- oh. Strix, you can get into the inn and still have an action. Okay. Um, so I pass, by, I pass by this guy who's inspiring everyone. Yep. Okay. 
Yeah, here, no, I don't. Okay. Um, well, if I see him inspiring everyone, I don't want that to happen. Okay. So I'm just going to look at him and just kind of be like, how many people in that area can say, can I, if he's outside the door, could maybe Shane Lightning reach someone inside? Uh, no, well, it could, you think it could reach, but you don't necessarily have line of sight if you're outside. Oh, I see what I'm you're doing. chain lightning you're, just you're, jumps. You're going to wait until you get into the place and then ch- sort of chain lightning. Yeah. Okay, yeah, you could do that. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah. Okay. So when when I get inside, I'm going to look around and then assess who is the biggest threat. There's a big-ass ice dragon. <laughs> Probably that's the <laughs> biggest threat. Then there's the Manchun wizard inside uh, battling Dieth and Evelyn. And there are two big demon creatures who make a arcana check to see if you recognize what they are. I'm just I just shitting myself right now. That's a 10? Ugh. You don't know what they are, but there's multiple copies of them. They look familiar, but I can't remember which plane of the hells I saw them in. <laughs> right, and given what you know about the... The may or sorry, the mirror image spell. I'm just checking to see what targeting might do to that. Um, it only affects attacks. It looks like. So, okay, so if I were, so if I were to cast something on these demons, um, if they're, if I'm, if I am assuming that it's a mirror image, mm-hmm. if I can kind of tell, then I know that a chain lightning would also get rid of that mirror image. Um, yes. If you if you want to, oh, that's interesting. Um, each time a creature targets you with an attack during a spell, blah blah blah, blah blah blah. Yeah. So the duplicates only matter if if the creature is actually being attacked. But if it's making a saving throw versus a spell, the, okay. mir- the mirror Im- images don't matter. Okay. Um, so your spell just sort of avoids them. All right. Well, I'm just going to go in and focus on. I don't know if I really want to mess with that ice dragon, but I guess the ice dragon is probably the biggest threat, so I'm going to go ahead and cast Chain Lightning on that ice dragon. Okay. But it's also going to go towards the person who's inspiring the Zents. Yep. And if I can see the guy who has Simon, it's going to go for him, too. Okay. Make a perception check to see if you've noticed him. He's not hiding, per se. But nope. Okay. Don't know where it is. All right. Don't see him at all. <laughs> okay, but, but first things first, uh, Manchun is going to uh, attempt to counterspell your spell. Oh, okay, asshole. Fine. That's fine. Right. Okay, your spell goes fizzle, fizzle, pop, nothing happens. Cool. Okay. Um, well, then I'm going to do use my sorcery points, mm-hmm. and when that happens, and just look at him and say, You were a chicken! And I'm going to use my Quicken spell to try and polymorph him again. Okay. The second Manchun out in the street will attempt to counterspell that. He doesn't see me! Yes, he does. <laughs> cool. Okay. It, it does not work. Well. What doesn't? The counterspell or the, her spell? Uh, Nothing works. The, the, the polymorph spell is counterspelled. Oh, jeez. No. Well, there goes all my spells, so. Uh, so you, oh think, my you think that's exactly what Manchun was waiting for? Cool. Cool. All right. As I realize that, I just start to cry. Okay. I just start to cry. 
Uh, Diaz. Is it like an angry cry with like yeah. tears that go up? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's like, it's like, I've, I've like, all of my friends are going to die. I've let them down and I hate myself kind mm-hmm. of cry. Doppel Diaz. We almost forgot about him, but here he is on a <laughs> card. The real we can Diaz. forget. Yeah. So, uh, Doppel Diaz, what would you, what would you like to do? You've got Evelyn. You've got other Diaz. Oh, other Diaz. God, you hate him. Oh, what? I can't believe a fake Diaz would arrive <laughs> here in front of me. I, real Diaz. I will show him what for. <laughs> and I'm going to Doppel Diaz will attack actual Diaz. All right, uh, so Doppel DF makes an att- uh, his first attack at plus six and his second attack at plus six. All right. And he, he tries to be all, like, cool ninja. Uh-huh. All roguey <laughs> up to real DF, but it's more like a real derp, like, high knee, high elbow, kind of like, <laughs> <laughs> And then this comes at him. Uh, DF is still in his parry stance. Yeah, that's true. Uh, no room for fakes here, uh, uh, real DS deflects the first one. Okay, great. Second attack, kill to say, uh, uh, I'm much better looking than this fake DS. Ooh, and rolls worse. Okay. So, both miss. Strix, you're momentarily confused when you see one DS attacking another, and the one who's doing the attacking seems particularly clumsy. Oh, I'm like, no, not <laughs> and, again. And, and less. <laughs> I just like pointed at him. I'm like, that's the stranger face touch. <laughs> Evelyn. You're up. Okay, so Paulton is within 30 feet of me, correct? Yes. Still dying. Right. Um, and also this person holding my son hostage is also within 30 feet of me. Yes. Good thing Mommy Evelyn is good at multitasking. So she just, she looks at this and she, with great frustration and power, goes, and like superhero punches the ground, and an aura of vitality springs out from her, which then um, maintains an aura of sparkling gold healing around her in a 30 feet radius, Mm -hmm. I believe. Let me double check that. 30 feet radius, yeah. Um, So... That's a lot. Uh, and that will heal Paulton 2d6 hit points remotely. Mm. And um, then that's the bonus action. Is casting, so the casting spell is the action. Dang it. I thought I could get away with casting and moving. Hmm. Well, oh, well. You're, you, can, you can still, you've only used a bonus action at this point, right? Well, casting the spell would be the action, and then the oh. bonus action is the healing. But then you still have movement. Yeah, so, but I can't, like, I was going to try to move into my son. I see. Can I, can I move? No hands, just, like, not trying to attack anyone, just they happen to get in my way, and I move real fast. Can I just try to topple them over? Like, poof. No. <laughs> no, can, it was worth a try, Christopher. You can get you can get in their face. That's about it. And if they move away from you and do nothing but move, uh, or, and and attempt to do something else, you can take an oppie attack if the circumstances allow it. Yeah, I'll just get right up in his face. Okay. Be like, as soon yeah. as I have another action, Sonny. And you can see Simon is protesting this whole time, saying, "Oh, I wish I had some darts." <laughs> and uh, Simon's just looking and going. Ah. 
<laughs> Miranda, Miranda, you're outside the window. What do you do? <clears throat> Can I see Paulton from here? Uh, yes, he is lying on the floor. Oh, did you roll the hit points for Paulton's uh, healing? Oh, I rolled that? Yeah. Mm-mm. I hadn't even gotten out my dice yet. I was so enthralled. While that's going on, Miranda, you can see that healing light seems to wash over Paulton. Uh, so you're, you don't think he's in any imminent danger of like just bleeding out. Mm-hmm. Can I see? Oh my God! Manshoon with the ring. Mm. I rolled snake eyes on those two d's. <gasps> cool. Nice. It's okay. It's fine. It's okay. It's fine. Paulton like wakes up with just a. <laughs> <laughs> Can I see the mansion with the ring inside the end from where I am? You sure can. Cool. All right. So we're going to... She has this neat thing called Balm of the Summer Court. We're going to dump 5d6 of healing into Paulton since it's... I remember that one. Yeah. You've got 14 health. Cool. But I'm also going to... Go ahead and cast some um, insect plague on Manchun's face. Ooh. Okay. I want him to drop that ring. Insect plague. It's a con save. The good news is, uh, thanks to Strix, he has already used his reaction. Yay, thanks. I'm a great guinea pig wasting my six level spell. No. Right. Teamwork. Okay. It is teamwork. So it is a 20-foot radius sphere. So it will also get, it'll, it'll have the dragon in its range, it'll have DF in its range, and it will have Paulton in its range. Can I maneuver it so it's just on the back of Manchun? Uh, you can move, oh, that's interesting. Uh, so DF is kind of on one side of Manchun and Paulton on the other. So pick your... <laughs> oh, okay. Is there anyone above him anymore, or is uh, Evelyn gone? Evelyn is, has moved. She, she went off to okay. confront somebody else who you can't see. So can I pick a point above his head so that his head is in the bottom of the 24th sphere? Mm, not without getting... Well... Hmm. Just a reminder. Mm-hmm. Not doing great. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, do you have anything that lets you like shape your spells or anything like that? Or... Um, uh, not my spells. Okay. I have a... No. Not really, because Manchun and Dia's, like head heights are pretty much the same. I guess, you know, Paul's oh. on the ground, but it, you're trying to be very precise with a spell that's just not. Yeah. Is bugs. Just bugs. Um, mm, might just use that fifth level spell slot anyway and do call lightning. Okay. If it'll just hit him. I don't want to yes, hit my friend. It will just yes. hit him. Okay. He's going to make a deck save. Yes, he does. Uh, okay, well, let's... Okay. Does his metal hand conduct the electricity and make it worse? Oh, I... <laughs> uh, that, so no. that normally... So does uh, wearing armor impose disadvantage normally? 
Like, is this like shocking? Oh glass? no, I was just joking about the sacrifice oh, I see. metal. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm funny. <laughs> so he rolled. A th- he only rolled a thirteen. So I'm betting that's probably <laughs> uh, no bad for him. No. Okay. Then go ahead and roll your damage. He takes all of it. Twenty lightning damage. Okay. Uh, yes. All right. <clears throat> Am I able to uh, mask of the wild and try and disappear a little bit? Oh, I just, by realized, the I just realized he has advantage on his saving throws. Oh well. <laughs> oh, what's your what's your DC? Sixteen. Okay, he still didn't make it. <laughs> so yeah, you can you can do that absolutely. <laughs> Yes! All right, I'm going to hide right in front of the window, kind of use my cloak to camouflage, and just sit there with my eyes peeking up in the window watching everything. Okay, meanwhile, there's all this battle playing out on the street behind you, Miranda. <laughs> I'm trying to hide from that. Yeah. The bard who uh, is inspiring the Zents basically six all of his flying snakes on, on uh, oh, Alessandra. Oh, I was waiting for him. On me, person? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so a swarm of flying snakes uh, flies toward you, Alessandra, and begins trying to bite you. Uh, How many snakes? There are a total of ten. Oh, well played. Uh, oh. <laughs> uh, okay. I know they have to basically roll a natural 20 to hit you, so... Um, they swarm around you, and none of them is able to get through your armor. And I, at that moment, says, la, la, la. at that moment, just say drop. You're just going to tell the snakes to drop? I am, and then the target will drop. No, it, no, no, not drop. I want them to grovel because I'd like them prone on the ground. Does it affect, How many targets does it affect? Um, well, at higher levels, anything above your class, so up to about... Oh, level 20 am I? Yeah. So I think I could hit all 10 of them. Okay. Um, and they, do they have to understand you? I mean, do they need a language to do, or is it just, doesn't matter? Um, yes, they need to understand, but I also speak, let's see. Is that parcel tongue? <laughs> I'm quite fluent in parcel. You know what? Um, uh, common. Reads, writes, speaks, and understands common. Okay. Uh, they, they actually do understand what you're saying. So uh, they drop <laughs> all these snakes, flying snakes, just sort of fall to the ground and just start... Uh, pressing themselves as close to the ground as possible all around you. And that ends their turn. Yes, it does. The city watch shows up. Um, they start to uh, come into the street. Alessandra, the ones closest to you are so taken aback by the presence of your mount and you that they seem hesitant to attack. And Rightfully so. Um Honestly, they don't seem all that interested in you uh, in terms of setting up, uh, staging some sort of conflict against you. They begin to target and pinpoint members of the Zentarim. Is Todd there? Uh, if, if somebody was outside who would recognize him, I would let you know. Uh, 
Todd, Todd could just be just, you know, third, third guard from the left to Alessandra and uh, Miranda. They would know. Yeah. No frame of reference. No history check <laughs> to no, roll. No, nothing, nope. nothing to roll. Todd is still third guard to the left for most of us. Indeed. <laughs> All right. Um, a very, very large arrow comes uh, sailing into the battle, Alessandra. You see it. And... Miranda, you notice it when the bard stops playing briefly his lyre, and this big, gigantic arrow shoots through his body and sticks there. And you're not even sure where it came from. He just sort of spins around, kind of looks in your direction, and realizes he's got this gigantic bolt through his body. Uh, Sorry, buddy! He's still alive and just kind of shocked and obviously bleeding profusely and not in great shape. And then a second bolt comes at him and goes right through his head. Oh! And he falls dead to the ground. Still shocked. Yes. Oh. Uh, Miranda, the Zentarum woman with the shaved head and the tattoos takes notice of you. Even uh, with my Mask of the Wild? Uh, that's a good question. I forgot about that. Um, no, she doesn't. Okay. Uh, <laughs> she turns toward Alessandra and looks like she's prepared to cast a spell and then invisible red devils, each about the size of a cat, appear around her and start stinging her with their scorpion tails. Oh. <laughs> what? Am I aware of what's happening? Yeah, Alessandra, you see this threat about to cast a spell on you when suddenly she's beset by uh, imps, these, these devil creatures. And it is your turn. <laughs> Alessandra, it is, it is so much chaos around you. Um, Nylendri is busy fighting some of these Zentarum people. The City Watch is fighting Zentarum people. And your bodyguards have arrived and are awaiting orders. What do you do? I would like to send my bodyguards inside to try to disarm Manchun of the Ring. Okay, that's what they do. What do you do? All right. I want to go inside. I feel like my, my people have this under control. So I would like to go inside. Are you dismounting? Yes, I will dismount. I will leave <laughs> here. Okay. Uh, Terrence seems to be keep, keeping the... Oh, my gosh. Okay, so, yes, you're able to basically stride in behind your bodyguards. They will move to the sides so that you are granted the entrance that you deserve. Like a queen entrance and they part the ways? Yes. I love this. All right. And for the first and time, Evelyn and uh, Paulton, you see that Alessandra has appeared. I do. Is Paulson still all injured? He is injured, um, but uh, looking better than he did a few seconds ago. A long time no see there. Hey, you! Uh, we, we, uh, we, uh, that, lot, lot, hope you're well. Oh, I I knew that. I knew that. No, I'm just scared. Would you come here for a moment? Do you have the strength to come here for a moment? 
It looks like um, the strength is still slowly returning to his um, uh, battered body, but... Just kind of sitting like... I, you, I think I'm going to stay here. I you, think I'm going to yeah. sit. You have enough movement hurt. to Alessandra that you could get over to him. All right, at that point, I would like to walk over to him and lean really close to his face and boop him on the nose and use lay on hands to heal him. Okay. How much healing would you like to give him? How much does he need? I can go up to about 100. Um, <laughs> you feel like it's somewhere in the realm of like <laughs> 70 to max. All right, so I will boop him on the nose and restore 70. Lay on <laughs> How? Like, did you just boop me? About 20. Do <laughs> you want to complain about the way that I did or would you like to be grateful and just say thank you and help your friends? Thank you. That was wonderful. That was the most helpful thing anyone's done for a while. As I was, oh, I mean, yeah, that helped too. You know, like it, it two, yeah, two HP or you know, like sixteen HP. Also, very valid, very much. And the, like, Evelyn, thank you for letting me not die. That was really cool. I like not dying. I appreciate you. I want you to know that. You, you know all- what would be great is if with that healing came humility. <laughs> Not wrong. I mean, what? <laughs> what came what now? <laughs> I'm, I'm sure it's a word that's not in your vocabulary, but you're welcome. Thank you. I just like throw up. It's like, oh, still processing, almost dying. Body's really still not used to that. You'd think after like the third almost time. Nope. Hurts every time. Speaking of processing, many situations happening. Yeah. Demon creatures I- fall on top or come down with their axes on top of Alessandra, and her bodyguards just sort of appear around her uh, to block and try to take the blows. Uh, and they are successful in parrying both of the demons' attacks. Nice. DF. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm still being accosted by fake Diaz. Yes. And you are still very close to this Manchun. Yeah. And you see that Manchun's assassin has Simon. Yeah. I hate that guy. And says, if you do anything to the wizard, Simon gets it. All right. So, in the middle of parrying against fake Diaz, really pathetic blows. Like, he never does not know how to use a sword sword mm-hmm. at all. Uh, with Diaz's left hand, he uh, grabs hold of Moon Splinter and unsheathes it. <laughs> in the middle of parrying, Misty steps away. Oh. Here behind Floxum. Okay. So I could stab him in the back of the throat. Well done. Go for it. You have he just advantage. It, really? Yeah. Uh, that's a lot. 27. Yep. That gets him. Okay. I've got, I haven't gotten to roll a lot of d6s in a while. Here we go. Erstel still has some of the scars from his previous altercations with you, but. Uh, yep. Bring it. 
Yep, back to finish it up. Oh, ooh, yeah. Ooh. Okay. Got a few sixes in here, so that feels good. Forty-one. Okay, uh, he is still alive uh, after that attack. Cool. Uh, is it enough to at least like loosen his grip on Simon or anything? No. Cool. Good. All right. Well, got him. Okay. Do you have uh, any other attacks or anything you want to do? Um, that's. I. I still only have like the one attack. Okay. Sure. That's, that's most I got. Gwyneth. Oh, all right. <laughs> uh, so, I have a question: Is what Manchun using the ring on yeah. me? Is that uh, is, that wouldn't be like charmed or anything, would it? Uh, I guess it would be something like that, but um, it's it's more like it. The ring, since you're basically a piece or a fragment that the ring has mm-hmm. created, it's it's basically. But yeah, we'll say it's like a charm effect. Because because I, I'm immune to being charmed. Okay, that wouldn't apply to this particular ah, effect. Good try though, good one, good I one. Figured I'd ask. Anyway, so I'm gonna throw some ice darts at him. Okay, but you've since you've broken the hold of the ring, you can't be affected by it. You're you've oh you're fine. I'm still going to throw some ice darts at him. Absolutely. <laughs> I get to throw three. Um, uh, I have one dirty 20, I have a 17, and an 18. Okay. Uh, the dirty 20 hits, the 17 and the 18 do not. Uh, they are knocked away by his staff. And they just sort of shatter as he hits them. All right. Well, he's going to take... Eight points of... uh, Six points of regular damage. uh, And two points of cold damage. Okay. That he... Oops. Taking off the wrong person. That he does. And that bloodies Manchun. At that moment... Erstel Floxen So terrified he runs away <laughs> as a change of heart. <laughs> All about redemption stories, right? Yeah. Uh, having just taken 41 points of backstabby damage. Um, yeah. And seen a Manchun in a bloodied state does not do anything to Simon other than continue to hold him. He seems to panic and uh, contemplate his options. The Manchun outside on the street, let's see, everybody is basically inside except for Miranda, who is hidden from view. Yes. All right. Uh, this Manchun outside uh, basically casts a spell on the Tyrannosaurus Rex. And the Tyrannosaurus Rex is engulfed in a hemispherical energy field and 
pulled down into the ground. <laughs> and it's oh, just gone. This like literally is like a Marvel movie. Like there'd be so much CG in this scene. <laughs> People just disappearing into clouds of dust. Yep. Jesus. My child, you monster. And then uh, Nylendre takes her triceratops and stomps on top of Manchun. Basically dances on his head. Um, smashing him into the ground to a pulp. And Miranda, you see that Manchun turn into slush. Oh, okay. Are we talking like ice slush or like yeah. blood slush? It's like okay. ice slush. <laughs> I was picturing something a lot worse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a good distinction, Holly. It's an important mm-hmm. one. Okay. Yeah, yeah. My mind went dark places. Miranda, you see more of these large bolts flying through the air and uh, piercing zent flesh. Uh, you see that the two ninjas standing around uh, where the Tyrannosaurus used to be now start to uh, accost some uh, city watchmen. Paulton, what do you do? Okay. Do I see Manchun with the ring? You sure do. Okay. It's like... Simon's also still held hostage. Bye. That is not good. Yeah. Uh... I'll turn to Manchun and just be like, listen here, buddy. It's not yours. You'd best act accordingly. And I'm going to attempt to use uh, one of my Vistani curses on him. Okay. Stop. Which is uh, Wisdom 17. He has advantage. Why? <laughs> okay. Paulson just says, why? Uh, he rolled a two and a one on the die. Oh! Oh! Okay. oh so, uh, Manchun is now, until the spell is removed, unattuned to the Ring of Winter. Okay. All right then. The ring just sort of goes kind of dead and dark on his gauntleted hand. And he doesn't understand, you can tell just by the way he looks at the ring, he doesn't understand what's just happened. Um, this is, this is so, something's gone horribly, horribly awry. Uh, and he just says, no! Ha! Yes. You're mine, damn you! I mean, it's still pretty. <laughs> <laughs> All right, is that it for Paulton? Um... As a bonus action, mm-hmm. uh, I will turn to scary lady mm-hmm. who just said very intimidating words. I'm just like, I just want to just, you know, play you a nice little tune as my appreciation. I'm going to give some bardic inspiration. Okay. Please don't be mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so what will that actually amount to then? Uh, what is so, she uh, let's see. One D10 to one ability check, attack roll, or saving throw. That's for Alessandra. All right. Handrew will use its action to give Manchun the finger. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, Simon will tell his captor 
Now would be a good time to run away. Uh, Durnan will attack the dragon four times. He will hit the dragon four times. Taking average damage, same as last time. Okay, the dragon is now about a little over, a little around half, lost half its hit points. And large chunks of it are smashed away. Did Simon make an intimidation roll? He doesn't really have to. Uh, There's enough going on that Ursul is contemplating all of his life choices. Um, uh, But uh, Ursul has not uh, done anything to Simon as yet. Uh, uh, Alessandra's bodyguards will attack the demons. They'll each attack the demons three times. Uh, Okay, those are potential hits, but they're going to hit... So, Alessandra, you see your guards uh, swishing their glaives around and just going through the mirror images. And images of these... False images of these demons are popping all around them until only the two demons remain. Manchun with the ring. Hmm. Bad. My turn or Manchun's turn? Manchun's turn. He is going to point a finger at Palton and no. use a finger of death. Um, what? A, a what? A, a what? He will point a metal finger at your head and cast finger of death. That'd be a good time to counterspell. Can I counterspell that, please? Sure. Um, since finger of death is a uh, seventh level spell. Um, you oh. need to make a check. How high do I have to have to be if it's seventh level? It the DC, and this is uh, so make an ability check using your spellcasting ability, which is charisma. Okay. So it's a charisma check against the DC of seventeen. Okay. Could I attempt to do the same? Uh, there's nothing stopping either of you from doing this, but you might just want to wait till Strix tries. Okay. I'm trying to save my friends. I already messed up real bad. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Can someone tell me who it's being pointed oh, at? It's being pointed at Paulton. Okay. Uh, I rolled a one. Okay. No! no. So you do, right. n- your, your counterspell doesn't work. Um, Paulton, no. since you have not used your reaction yet. You so what am I rolling? You are, it is a charisma check. Okay. DC 17. So it's just add your charisma bonus. It's is is that a saving throw? No, it's just a straight ability check. So he points his metal finger at me, and, and I just point back like, no. <laughs> uh, Twelve plus five, so seventeen. All right. <laughs> I I think I get uh, there's some sort of disadvantage to spells or like protection from spells that my aura gives. I'm mm-hmm. frantically trying to look it up. Okay, so there's counterspell. Uh, yeah, you don't have to worry about that because Paulton just counterspelled the effect. <laughs> just like, how many times have I just like ruined Strix his magic it. at this point? <laughs> Strix sucks. She's she's done. <laughs> the ice dragon. Manchun has the ice dragon. Uh, it's going to provoke an attack of opportunity from Diath as he commands it to destroy 
Paulton. Actually, no, he's going to command it to breathe. Uh, so I will need Paulton, Evelyn, DF, Simon, Miranda, and Dernan to make okay. a constitution saving throw. Wait, Am what's I not happening? close enough? What's that? Am I not close enough? You are not in its cone. I'm in the doorway, that's yeah. right. Wait, what, what's Do I actually, get advantage? I forgot. I'm on the other Al- side of Al- the wall. Alison is in that. The wall actually isn't going to help you because it's going to basically blast through the wall. But I will, I will give you advantage, Miranda, because you have cover. Is, oh, nice! Okay, okay, okay. is this the, the dragon this doing this? This is the dragon doing this. Everyone gets plus five. Why, Nobody, wait, why is the dragon... Who commanded the dragon? Oh, he's not attuned. Would the dragon even listen? Oh, that's a good question, because you've... Ascent, well, Manchun hadn't fully attuned... All you have to do is wear the ring to control the creature. But actually, since you used your ability, Paulton, I'm going to see if the dragon just ignores Manchun, um, which it does. <laughs> Thank God, because I'm pretty sure I'm a dead Simon. Yeah. So uh, you see, uh, yeah, uh, the dragon just kind of gives Manchun kind of a dumb look. <laughs> Go, oh, go he's Bessie. back to being dumb. <laughs> Good Bessie. You, you don't listen to that bad man. <laughs> as as the dragon is is considering, you know, decides not to do anything on this turn, Erstel, seeing that Manchun has gone limp, um, with power, uh, drops Simon, and uses all his action to disengage. Mm. And you see uh, Erstel leap away from you, D.F., uh, spring through the wreckage into the back of the awning portal, leaping over the bar into the kitchen to escape. That's fine. I hope one of the parents catch up to him. More chaos outside, yada, 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 blah, blah, blah. Strix? Uh-huh. What would you the like most, to do? The most useless party member would just like to continue to cry. Okay. Well, there's still an ice. There's still an ice dragon, and there's still an arch wizard with a staff of power. Right. And I, I still, I, I kind of look at the staff, and I'm like. And there are two demons. Okay. He's got that. There's the demons. There's that. I'm taking it into into consideration. Also, um, a fake DF. And a fake DF. True. Do you want an easy kill? Spirits <laughs> like, please. <laughs> um, is the inn like like? Pretty fucked up. Yes. At this point. Yes, and there's a. You know that uh, one of the features of the inn is this big pit, the circular pit in the middle of it. Oh, is anyone by the pit? Uh, yeah, the dragons by the pit. Manchun's by the pit. Oh, <laughs> oh no, that's too stupid. <laughs> Great. Um, hold on one second. Um, and everyone's been hurt. Okay. Okay, okay. Oh my god. Ugh. You know what? I, I don't I don't want to do my chickens because I feel like that's gonna take too long. Mm. So I'm just going and he's already counterspelled so many times. Like I don't know how many times is this guy gonna counterspell me. Um as much Depends um, on how many slots he has. Yeah. A, a lot, probably. Yeah. 
Um, so I'm, you know, whatever. Fuck it. I'm going to turn my staff into a frying pan and cast green flame blade on it. Okay. And I'm going to run up to Manshoot and hit him in the face. <laughs> okay, go ahead. <laughs> and that's what I do. I just turn it over my hand. I'm just like, if I can't get spells, I'm going to hit you in the face. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I do. That's what I do. Okay. Do you have to make an attack roll? I do have to make an attack roll. Okay. Okay. I'm going to use my weird divine bullshit to add something to this. So that's. <laughs> That's his actual name, by the way, Divine Bullshit. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's my, my, you know, my whatever. And that's uh, 15. Uh, so that's including your Divine Bullshit? Yes. Okay. Uh, he is able to block you with his staff. So your, your frying pan gets a big, loud clanging sound as it hits his metal staff. Okay. Well, now that I've distracted him, him... You are okay. in his grill. <laughs> I'm going to do... Quick and spell. Okay. And I'm really close to him. Yes, you are. So I'm gonna do and do face to face. Do? He he bears I'm, his I'm really he bears scared. his teeth. Yeah, at I you. don't like it. I don't like it at all. I don't know why I did this. I just was I just was bad because I kept doing bad and now I'm in trouble. He so. says, "You're no wizard." And I'm just like. No, I'm not a wizard. I'm a sorcerer. Okay, that's fine. And then I'm going to do quick and spell uh, sacred flame on him. Okay. And at 11th level, it's 3d8. And it's uh, 60 feet, actually. So okay. anything within 60 feet of this. Oh, no, that's no, the range. That's Sorry. the range, yeah. So okay, so yeah, it's just down on one, yeah. Yeah. So sacred flame. So it's going to do 3d8, um, yeah. actually. You have to make an attack roll? Or is it a saving throw? It is instantaneous. A save. Dex seventeen. Okay. Holly, does that you call it like down? Yes. And is is it like your green fire? Just yes. Like, yeah. Just like down. Yeah. yeah. Cool. And it does radiant damage actually, which you would notice. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, yep. So you this this green flame comes streaking down. He has advantage on his saving throw. Sorry, it's dexterity. You said. Dexterity, okay, yeah. that's that's kind of what he sucks the most at. Uh, so he rolled a total of twelve on his best save. So you're going to hit him. All right, so that's uh, fourteen damage. Okay. Ah. All right. Uh, ah. He he withers slightly under that, and you sort of burn a hole through his robe as it hits him right in the top of the head. And it looks cool, and I'm like, yes. I'm a sorcerer. I might suck, but at least I can do this. <laughs> Distraction pan. Distraction pan. <laughs> Doppel DF. Oh. Uh, you don't like that Strix is attacking uh, your master. Uh, fear not, uh, master. <laughs> uh, uh, Strix, that you shouldn't do that. I show you what you should not do. Listen to DF. <laughs> Strix like turns around it's like what the fuck what? All right. I guess just take two attacks yeah plus that. six on each attack on Strix oh I suck what are the pluses on them again sorry plus six oh 15 and 17 What's... oh yeah they both hit okay oh, sorry alright and so it's a d6 plus four on each attack Oh, that's not bad. No. Nope. I haven't lost any hit points. I'm fine. These are really weak attacks. Doink, doink. Uh, by that, I mean they're both max damage. Uh, 20 total. Okay. Out of both of them. I'm just like, 
Ow. <laughs> All right, that's Doppeldieth. Evelyn? Simon is no longer imperiled as the assassin who had him has fled. Was Simon damaged at all? Nope. Good boy. <laughs> um, so in my near vicinity is Alessandra, Paulton, the ice dragon? The ice dragon, two demons, Doppeldieth, Manshoon, Strix. And, and Alessandra's two bodyguards and Gwyneth. Dang. Um, and on the edge of the pit is just the ice dragon or Manchun as well? Um, they're both within uh, pretty close to the edge of the pit. And so right now is Strix and Doppeldieth. They're, they're all in that general edge of the pit area. And Paulton is fully healed. Does Strix look worse for wear? She just took her first damage. 20. I look fine. I'm just like, ow. All right. Um, then Evelyn will look around with her aura of vitality still up, and she'll be like, eh, and she'll go, ah, and take it in for herself. Okay. So she will gain four. Okay. <laughs> um, and then she I will see. just... She's like, I've had just about enough of you. And she's just going to go uh, ignite the heart of Spinelli and go for Manchun. Okay. Um, we both have flaming weapons. It's so cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you just did radiant damage. We're like, we're, we're rocking it. So her first attack is poopy. And it is um, 16. Uh, that is blocked. Boo. Her second attack is a nat 20. Oh, well then. Crit. Crit away. Yay! Oh. Um, and she also feels like adding some divine smite to that might I be... I bet. I bet. <laughs> She's feeling pretty pretty good about just telling the good word of Lathander to this evil wizard. So <laughs> the natural damage is going to be 6. Um, 8 is... 14 plus 4 is 18, and then it's double the dice, right? That's right. Um, so... We don't crit enough to remember what a crit actually is. <laughs> <laughs> it is a rare thing for you guys. Uh, uh, 34. 34 natural with the sword without the divine smite, and then the divine smite is going to be... Oops, oops. Um... Why? There we go. Okay. 34 plus 4. 38. 40. <laughs> I'm so sick. It's really hard to do math. Oh, no. You're sick? Oh, yeah. Super sick. No. Um, and then... <coughs> Oh, man. 46. Thank My you. last two rolls were ones. That sucks. All right. Uh, so you just start battering away on him, and the wizard just sort of uh, gets, gets knocked back by that uh, mighty crit and uh, kind of withers under your, under your blow, but is still on his feet. Uh, Miranda, what would you like to do? Can you describe the area 
around and behind Manchun for me? Yeah, so the they're in the main tap room of the inn, which is just absolutely littered with debris from the collapsed ceiling, crushed tables, splintered beams, things like that. But uh, the dominant feature in the middle is a large, like over 20 feet across, circular shaft that plunges into the earth. It looks quite old. Um, and uh, Manchun is standing at the edge of it with Strix and Evelyn in a pitched battle, him using his staff to basically try his best to parry the blows of the frying pan and this flaming sword. <laughs> looming, looming behind him, its, its claws basically clenched into the sides of the pit and the surrounding floor is the great ice dragon, which is truly monumental. And your friend, your dear friend, Gwyneth, uh, fluttering above it. Can I see a point behind him? Is it visible to me? Yeah. Do I get the sense that if I used hidden pathways, I would lose my call lightning? Mm, hidden pathways is not a spell, right? No. Then you're fine. Okay. I'm going to hidden pathways right behind him. Okay. Miranda and... suddenly appears, not too far from Strix and Evelyn. Ah! Call lightning down again on top of him. Kaboom. All right. And he's got to make another dexterity saving throw, correct? Yes. Okay, this time he's he's going to do it because he rolled, I think, uh, 20 total. Okay, then he's going to take 10 lightning. Okay, that he does. Zort. Nice. Do I see Miranda for the first time? Or mm. no, I saw her before. But I'm like, hey! <laughs> hey! Evelyn, oh my gosh, hi! I'll make you flowers in a second, but I got we got to... Just, you know. Alessandra. Hmm. Is what's happening around me at the moment? So they've got that situation under control. They've, they've, they've all got Manchun uh, surrounded, these three women. And then there's this big giant ice dragon that's threatening you. Well, not so much threatening you right now, because uh, it's sort of stupidly uh, watching, waiting to see who's going to control the ring next. Uh, the demons are by far the greatest threat. I use that word in quotes because your bodyguards are basically keeping them away from you to the extent that you want to. I mean, they'll move aside and let you crush their demonic skulls, should you so wish. With your bare hands, if you so wish. Oh, question. Mm-hmm. Can I throw two javelins at one time? Yeah. <laughs> So I'd like to take my two adamantine javelins mm-hmm. and aim them at the heads of the demons. Okay. Go ahead and make an attack roll against each demon. Dun, dun, dun. Okay, the first one's a 19, second one's an 18, and both of those are plus 12. Well then. <laughs> what do you think's going to happen, yeah. Chris? <laughs> okay, go ahead and roll your damage as you pierce the skulls of these creatures. 1d6 plus 6. So 12 and 8. Okay. Um, When they are uh, struck by your javelins, the javelins literally just stick right in their heads. And they just start screaming and trying to pull these javelins out of their skulls. Uh, 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 they're both still standing, but the unholy sound coming out of their throats right now fills you with a sense of pleasure. Do I, 
Well, considering I get an extra attack, can I use it? Mm-hmm. Fun. All right, and then I would like to... Are they within 30 feet? Oh, yes. I'd like to use Destructive Wave, and they must pass a Constitution saving throw or take 5d6 thunder damage. Ooh, right. Destructive Wave is real good. Okay. Uh, and half damage if they fail? Mm-hmm. Okay, one of them succeeds and one of them fails. Okay. Oh, a, short of these. A destructive wave courses through this place. All right, so that's... might have words, but... 18 to the first. Okay. Thirteen damage to the second. Okay, um, they are both. That's the one with half damage. For yeah, them. they are both looking really hurt. Uh, next up is them. Uh, they are going to try to accost you, but your guards intercede again and make themselves the targets instead. So. Um, uh, the demons do some damage to each of your guards, but your guards look like they, they can weather it. And, of course, they're honored to take the damage in your stead. DF? The dragon yeah. seems to be sort of struck stupid at the moment. It's not taking any obviously aggressive action. The greatest threats appear to be Manshun, who's got Strix, Evelyn, and Miranda surrounding him, and the demons, whom Alessandra and her bodyguards have checked. Hmm. Okay, and Erstel is just out. He's bailed. Yeah. Voice gets away. All right. Well, seeing as that Strix had just engaged him in melee combat, mm-hmm. right in his face. Yep. This is the best opportunity for me to get behind him and try to. Hmm. How. No, I know what I'm going to do. Okay. I'm going to go up behind dumbass Doppel-Dias who's attacking Strix. I'm going <laughs> to fucking murder him. That's what Dias wants Good. to do. Yeah. yeah. Okay, go ahead. You have to hit an AC 14. Oh, ooh, not 14. Yeah. Hold on. I, I say that, but I don't want to embarrass myself really badly here. <laughs> Doppel-Dias is also quite wounded. <laughs> that was close. All right, 16. So I did get him. Okay, yes. Go ahead. Is this, a, uh, is this a sneak attack or normal damage? What do you think? Uh, he is engaged in melee, so you get your sneak attack. Okay, I'm just gonna. All right, I'm just gonna do this. He's dead. Okay, <laughs> okay uh, DF <laughs> eviscerates Doppel DF, who is no more. Well, it, was a, it was a lot, too. It was like another 40 something. Okay, he does oh. not have that kind of. He's got eight hit points left. Um, okay. Oh. Yeah, it's like, it's like a backstab. And then, like, as he, like, loses consciousness and reverts back to his normal, like, doppelganger form, uh, Diaz will, like, pull his sword out and then, like, decapitate him and, like, shove his headless body to the ground. Nice. And blood, like, sprays all over everyone in the <laughs> proximity. It's like, Gwyneth! There's, there's, like, extra rage and anger behind it. <laughs> Gwyneth, you see Miranda now dealing uh, or in combat with Evelyn and Strix against this wizard Manchun. The dragon seems to be kind of at a rest state at the moment, and there are two demons who uh, seem to be truly occupied by some um, folks you How don't How far away is uh, Miranda? She's about 15 feet away from you, tops. 
Okay. Um, I'm going to fly over. I'm going to land next to her. I'm going to say, excellent lightning, my love. And then I'm going to attack uh, Manchun with my ice rapier. Okay. Get him. Twice. All right. Maybe. Your face. <laughs> oh, maybe just once. We'll see what the second roll is. Okay. <clears throat> that was a 13. Uh, he's able to parry that with his staff. And another natural 20. Oh, no. Oh okay. That's my girlfriend. Go ahead. Oh, my gosh. Roll does damage. anyone hear the whole my love and my girlfriend stuff? Mm-hmm. Everybody does. <laughs> she's like, she's looking at Miranda like, and then she hears that, and you see her face freeze in this happy face, and she's like, oh, no. Oh, that's so nice. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I can't have one. I can't have them all. <laughs> um, I, I can have, have all the girlfriends. I have a quick question, Chris. Yeah, when you do uh, crit uh, crit damage, do you do two rolls or do you one roll and then double it? All the roll, all the dice roll twice. So uh, roll roll your, your weapon die damage again. Okay. Uh, and, and, it, and also your cold damage again. It doubles. My cold yeah. damage doubles. Yeah. Anytime you roll a die, roll an extra die. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> I'm too excited. I can't do math. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that will be um, why can't I do math right now? Um, Twelve. Okay. For a regular damage. Yep. Plus. The and cold. then um, plus. Double the cold. Uh, yeah. Five cold damage. Okay. The, your ice rapier goes through Manchun's chest and comes out the other side so that, Miranda, you can see the tip of her ice rapier sticking through the opponent, and Manchun collapses dead at Whoa. her feet. Whoa. I'm going to take that ring. I'm uh, going to take that ring. So uh, you, can pick up, you can pick up an object um, as, as part of your action. So, yeah, you can pull the ring off his dead, nailed hand. Can I put it on my hand? Uh, you can pick it up. That's all you can do. So, but you've got it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, oh, actually, it's not your turn yet, Miranda. Hang on. I'm getting ahead of myself. Oh, here. we're still in initiative. We're Never still in initiative. Yeah. Fine. So, Fine. who knows who will get the ring? Stay tuned. Uh, don't need to worry about her. Don't need to worry about her. Actually, it's Paulton's <laughs> turn next. Oh, oh cool. How convenient. <laughs> Paulton, uh, Mm-hmm. Manchun is lying dead at the edge of the pit, the ring on his metal hand now waiting to be taken once again. Just gonna... Paulton. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Baby, I'm on my way. Give me a second. Don't want to rush it. I'm just gonna bend down and take the ring off his finger. Okay. As soon as you hold it, it reactivates and attunes to you. And your eyes go uh, brilliant. Why? Evelyn also shouts, "Why?" Strix and Evelyn in unison shout, "Why?" Like, all right, how do we how do we destroy this thing? Oh, I know, I've got it. That's why I was gone. I found out. I did. I really, actually did. Um, We need to go to the court of the Summer Fae Queen. And put it on her finger. But before we do that, I need to ask her a favor. So. Okay. Noted. <laughs> Hi, by the way. The ring really does not want that to happen, Paulton. 
you know what part of me doesn't want it to happen but at this point man we've done this song and dance so much and we should really just accept that this just this won't work you are incompatible well I, no the, it, we're compatible like, <laughs> you are incompatible that is that was, a toxic relationship Paulton. we have had this conversation before alessandra I mean, that is your husband's ring oh i know and i'd like it back please oh who is who who is this woman well Ooh. the last time that i saw them i spared their lives so i think that we should come to an agreement i am alessandra rayburton wife of artist simber that ring belonged to my husband and it has also been promised to someone else to make good on the army that i used to storm your entire village destroy your home but what i'd suggest that you do is hand over the ring and let me return it to its rightful place and uh the the waffle crew would know she's referring to the elves who crafted the ring the ones also an option very much it's not an option (laughs) no this needs to be destroyed I feel like I'm kind of caught in the middle of this, so I'll just, I'll just, you know, let this be. Stay where out. you are. Okay, I'm. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good spot. Definitely, definitely assessing all all elements from. I right. remind you, I've spared your life twice. <laughs> her bodyguards sort of move in next to her. They're pterodactyl helms, staring at you impassively. Uh, the corpses of the demons turning to ichor behind them. Have we, are we out of initiative now? Let's say we are. (laughs) Oh, thank God. Let's not be rude. Let's introduce us to your new friend, Miranda. Hi, I'm Evelyn Marthane. Very pleased to meet you, beautiful ice lady. Hi, she like uses her staff to make a bunch of flowers and she like scoops up all the morning glories and tosses them over to Evelyn. Oh, thank you. Strix is crawling towards Manshoon to take his staff. Okay, yeah, you pry that other out of his other hand, and you can feel the power coursing through this thing is incredible. <laughs> it's just like walks. It's like Diaz with the chest, but you think. <laughs> He's also, got, like, he's also got a really nice black robe that you think might also be magic. Oh, I, okay. I just start undressing him. Oh, just he's just getting Strix. naked right there. Right there in the end. I'm just pulling his clothes off. Fulton sees, like, like Evelyn introducing to the ice lady and Strix doing that. I'm like, that, that, we're, th- this is what, that's what you're doing now. That's what we're. Fulton, introductions are important. We are here to be polite. But also, this ring is very important. Uh, why does it need to return to the people that made it? Technically, those are my people, so. What was uh, your name, beautiful ice lady? I'm sorry, I didn't catch that. Hi, sorry, I'm Glennon. Glennon, nice very you. nice to meet you. You are something like I have never seen before. Where do you come from? Oh, I uh, made her. Miranda made me. Paulton, the dragon's under your control again, just FYI. I was, I was about to ask, and I just, like... <laughs> Just, just, is it like is it like a vocal command or can I just like tell it what to do with my brain? The other thing, the second thing. Okay, can I just have it like just kind of bend down and grab uh-huh. me by the collar and just pull it up onto its back? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! While introductions are going on, you're just sort of hoisted up onto its icy back. Ex- 
excuse me if 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 uh I may ask I know there's a lot of arguing going on, but uh if if I may have the ring, then maybe I won't be destroyed with it. No, let, no, that that no, nah, no. Nah, you were created by that's important. You're she's like are you like this ice dragon? Like you'll go away if if the ring doesn't create you? Uh, well, not really. I mean, kind of. Without the ring, she's definitely getting hurt. Um, but that's the favor I need to ask the Summer Queen. Evelyn looks at Alessandra with, like, big eyes, and she's like, <gasps> True love! You know about true love! If the ring destroys this beautiful relationship... <gasps> <laughs> She's just saying that true love is. Strix is just behind her holding the staff, like, sneaking it. Like. <laughs> she, she is a, a truly sentient being as well, so that's... I, I, I would hope. I'm not controlled by the ring by any means, but I do believe that if it is destroyed, I might be as well. I feel like the more we all talk and the more the scary lady just sits in silence, the more... Just the more power we lose in this debate. <laughs> well, I did ask her a question and she did not respond. So, yeah, now. Why uh, don't I journey with you to the elves? Why? What do you mean, why? Because I've sworn an oath and I'm keeping my word. So, what is you your oath? Your, I've sworn an oath to return this ring. And we can do this together, or we can do it another way. So you are okay with it being returned to the summer court, specifically? Breaks, Chris, am I okay with it being returned to the summer court? Um, So it's supposed to go to the elven prince, uh, not to the summer court. Now, that being said, you haven't talked to the elves specifically about this situation, so... So maybe journey to the elves. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's not beyond the realm of reason, but you are skeptical that the elves that you promised this ring to are going to want to see the ring destroyed. That might take some persuasion. But you do, you can observe that this creature made of ice who's talking to you, this Gwyneth, uh, who seems to be crafted by the ring, uh, that... You, it, you know the ring well enough to know that she's not wrong... Without the ring to sustain her, she will melt away. You want the ring to remain, correct, Miranda? I don't know. Are you willing to lose your love over it? Because I can tell you it's not a fun thing. No, I know. I, I know, I know. Are you prepared for that loss? No, but this is this is not something that should be given to anyone. This is something that is beyond anyone's power. It should be destroyed. Strix is like raising her hand behind everyone. She's like, "Why don't we uh, just polymorph her, like true polymorph, like Simon? Simon was not a boy. Simon is now a boy. I did oh, not." That's do that. the- that's the metal boy. 
Yes, he was not. The, he's now not a metal boy, Simon. You could explain that if you feel. Look, I'm not. Not, not, not a metal boy. <laughs> See, so mm-hmm. all we need to do is go talk to my best friend, the Blackstaff, <laughs> and she can help us do a true polymorph. This is, this is something okay. that can happen. Yeah. No, we did it to Simon. I mean, why don't we? Why don't we need to do it here? I know Miranda runs over and like, do that. Miranda's gonna take one of hands and, and say, "We'll we'll take care of this." Alessandra. Now, DF, Evelyn, and Paulton, you know that Strix doesn't have a particular no, no, personal I look, relationship. I look at the person who owns the T-Rex and the bodyguards. Yes. And say, I think you can help us, Alessandra, if you ride up. Alessandra. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I sometimes have a speech impediment from having my head hit on the ground too many times. Anyway, that adds I, think, I think if you help us walk up there with all of your dinosaurs and things, she might be willing to help us. Plus the Ring of Winter and maybe everyone else here. Uh, everyone wins. Except for Strix. Strix never wins. It's counterspell all the time. But Strix isn't losing right now, so that's you true. Know, neutral. That's true. I have, I have Manchun's clothes draped over me and he is naked on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> All, all, all this time in the background, just like I've I've gotten the ice dragon to just like roll over on it. Oh my god! <laughs> scratches. Is it possible for me to walk up and take the ring off of Paulton? Um, you'd have to like kill him to take it off him, because um, you what? can't you can't divest you can't just seize equipment that people have are wearing in. There's no mechanism for that. Um, or you'd have to in, you'd have to you have to incapacitate him somehow and. Cut it off or rip it off at, while he's incapacitated or unconscious. What if I, I, I can't take it off? And I'll come with you. Yay! Then you just have a really injurable personality. Once she's true polymorphed, we could have a wedding. I've always wanted to do a wedding. <laughs> okay, Did that's you? enough. Time to go. Sorry, Dernan, about your in. Up, up. Walks out the door. <laughs> <laughs> you see, like Paulton just kind of talking to this guy, like, "Wait, no, Chris, back up." Um, wh- what? <laughs> that seemed really important to just gloss over. <laughs> so, what, what is the what is the agreement that most of you have reached? It's concerned. Like- we're going to the Blackstaff to ask the Blackstaff to true polymorph Gwyneth before uh, Alessandra takes the ring to the elves. Or to the court, whichever okay. uh, is discussed. At that point, you decide to leave, vacate the destroyed yawning <laughs> portal and uh, make your way to Blackstaff Tower? Can we yeah. talk to Dernan first? <laughs> <laughs> You see, you see, Dernan is just sort of, he's gone over, sitting down on a chair, and is just pouring himself a drink. <laughs> I imagine during all this, DS was talking to Dernan uh-huh. and discussing City Watch things of, of ways of like things like uh, reprimands and repair costs. He's actually surprised to find out that you're a member of the City Watch. Someone who actually done, didn't know, and they blew it. Damn. <laughs> That's fine. Well, those like discussions were going on in the background but, during all. Yeah, he says he says he's had to make, you know, more extreme renovations. Yeah, it'll, it'll look <laughs> even nicer than before. Yeah, 
He doesn't seem terribly worried. He says he has a nice nest egg of put away for just such dire emergencies. And frankly, this can't help but add to the reputation of the place. Um, can Evelyn ask him if he wants any, you know, interior decorating help? Um, <laughs> he looks around at the carnage that you've all inflicted and said, no, I think you've helped me. <laughs> all right, well, let me know if you're sure. I've, I've, gotten some, I've got some real good wall stencils and things like hey, that. Time to go see the black staff. Let's go. Okay. Miranda's going to go around and try and mend a little a little bit so as, as she leaves. Like, I'm fine. sorry. I'm sorry. No, I'm, I'm really sorry. We didn't mean to. I'm sorry. Just like half of a table leg is fixing. Yeah, you mend a I'm table sorry. leg and then a big chunk of the second floor just sort of falls behind you. No. Uh, yeah, okay. I also left. I have to left. I left the gauntlet on Manchun. He's naked. Sure, but he's just the gauntlet. the gauntlet. Right, right. Yeah. So okay, I don't great. want that. It's creepy and weird. Understood. <laughs> I want that. Uh, on the way out, Paulton walks by. Uh, walks by him and just goes to his drink and then just is like, "Sorry, buddy," and like gives it a little flick to like chill it. <laughs> okay. And just keeps keeps walking. You just have the dragon breathe on a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, so the ice dragon follows Paulton out, ta- tearing off the facade of the building. <laughs> <laughs> as it, sorry, as sorry. it emerges. Uh, <laughs> uh, whereupon you find yourself, you find uh, that the street outside is full of city watchmen and a lot of arrested members of the Gentarum uh, who are being Miranda's hauled off. inside, like, trying to take the gauntlet off and watching out. Oh, no. You can see also that members of the Watchful Order, which are basically wizards in the employ of the city, uh, called upon to defend at moments of need, have also arrived, and the Blackstaff is here. Oh, hi, buddy! She is over having a conversation with a city watch uh, sergeant. Uh, Vajra is a svelte young woman with, of course, her trademark uh, ebony Blackstaff. Um... (laughs) And uh, you met her briefly before, and she turns and just rolls her eyes so far into the back of her head <laughs> that I'm holding. <laughs> I'm in Manchun's like clothes, <laughs> holding this other staff and my staff. I have two. I'm holding two at once, like awkwardly, and one's like falling out. I should have known. No, we did it! Look, Manchun, he was super evil. Anyway, I have this sentient ice being that needs to be po- true polymorph so that we can destroy the Ring of Winter, which is also super evil. Also, I'm so glad we're friends. Let's get coffee one day. I can make you a pie. Makes amazing pie. Hi, I'm Gwyneth. It's <laughs> <Get some> ice cream. <laughs> are you sure you want to be something other than what you are? Because you are really quite beautiful. Hey, thank you. Uh, yes, I would like to not melt. <laughs> but, okay, what would you like to be? Oh. Normal? But normal what? What is it? To make normal. her an elf, everyone's an elf. The ring was an elf, I think, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Vasha <laughs> will say to uh, Gwyneth, she'll just lean in very quietly and she says... People like this abhor normality. I'd be mostly normal. So what would you like to be, my dear? Um, I am rather fond of my wings. Okay. 
she says, humans don't have wings. So you don't want to be a human. What do you want to be? A bird? Hmm. Uh, what, uh, what? Ah. I'm just going to turn to Miranda. Could she be an Aladrin? Winter flavored? You know, it's a theme. Vasha sort of looks quizzically like she's not exactly sure what you're talking about. This seems to be whatever, whatever it is you're describing is kind of out of her field. She says, there are, there are legends of winged elves. Is that what you're referring to? Sure, close enough. They're called Avariel, although they have been gone from this world, as far as I know, for millennia. Uh, is that too much to ask for? Well, I'd like to do some research before I do anything so drastic. Perhaps the two of you could stay with me until we get this matter resolved. Man, I've never gotten to stay with her. That'll give us time to plan the wedding! Oh, uh, wedding. still the wedding. Um, well, we, there's, there's a suggestion of a wedding which we'll have to talk about. Um, I this might have commitment issues. <laughs> yes, well, <laughs> if you've been through what I've been through, you would understand, but also I've been with her for, what, six months? That's a little hasty. Well, it's a conversation. Strix has put one of the healing pies into Vajra's robes. <laughs> <laughs> just dropped it into a boot. <laughs> mm-hmm. okay. With a note that just says, Love Strix, your friend. <laughs> yeah, so the, the Black Staff is willing to entertain the idea and uh, take Miranda and Gwyneth back to Black Staff Tower to, to look at possibilities of what can be done. Um, but that still doesn't explain, she says... The dinosaur, and she looks at the triceratops across the street. Well, I don't really know either. Does anybody own no. that? Strix point, points at Alessandra. Lylendre comes over and tells the Blackstaff that she owns it and that she is in the service of the lady Alessandra Rayburton and gestures to you, your character, Christina, whereupon the Blackstaff uh, looks at you with. Like she suddenly realizes who you are. And she says, I didn't realize that you were in the city, my lady. Is there anything that we could do to make your stay more enjoyable? And she looks around at all the carnage. (laughs) Strix is like... (laughs) I believe we have a long journey ahead and some rest might be nice. You're more than welcome to come to Blackstaff Tower as well. Everyone gets to go. (laughs) <laughs> is this one's everyone names um no that would be thank you thank you for your hospitality we've had quite a day and uh yes we have much to discuss and we'll take care of the cleanup here the rest of you be off now she she sort of makes a shoe move at the dragon. Shoe. Bear with me. All right. 
Okay, well, thank you, Vajra, for not hating me, at least, and helping my friends. Is that a pie in my boot? <laughs> Time to go! <laughs> I turn around and just walk away. All right. Uh, so, uh, Alice and her company, Gwyneth and Miranda, you leave with the Blackstaff to Blackstaff Tower to get the matter resolved. But what of the ring? It's currently in Paulton's possession. This is the, like, just while they're talking, just swoops by, just, Ice Dragon! <laughs> oh, no, that's Dragon. why I said they're with me. He's not going out of my sight at the moment. Okay. Woo! <laughs> so, Paulton, what are you going to give up the ring? Uh, that's the ring question. doesn't want you to. How how am I feeling about that? Resisted it before. You can <laughs> attempt to you can attempt to resist it if you want. You make a charisma. You can make a charisma saving throw to part with the ring. Otherwise, it owns your ass. What? Please do it. <laughs> Not again. What's the, what's the DC? Roll. Think of the oh my arc. god. No, don't just say roll. Gosh. Think of the character arc. <laughs> 22. 22? Yeah, you can part with the ring. <laughs> it doesn't own you. What do you, what do, you do? I'm like, so, so I go to give... Uh, I'm giving it to, to Alessandra, right? Is that what, what the agreement was? Or then? I'm sure she'd like that. <laughs> I like, I'm, I'm just like, well, as discussed and agreed, here is the ring that I am giving you willingly. Why do you always make things so difficult? <laughs> I'm literally handing you the ring. Just take it, please. I'm taking it from you, but you really should have some introspection at some point. You've got some serious issues. When you take the ring off him, you see uh, he can't help himself. It's like a, a huge burden of sort of mental weight disappears from him, and his eyes revert to their normal color, not this sort of glowy blue, the crackly, icy blue that has uh, filled them up to that moment. <clears throat> Evelyn, is, who's standing nearby, is so proud, and she goes to, like, hug him, and then she goes to, like, she's kind of like, mm, mm. she just chucks him on the shoulder, and she's like, <laughs> ah. good choice. And the, ri- the ring says to you, sort of telepathically, Alessandra, oh, shit. Is the dragon still out? Yeah. It's, it's, now, it's just now looking toward Alessandra. Uh, sort of dumbly. I just give a pat and just like, you did, you did good, Bessie. I'll never forget you. Can <laughs> I communicate with this dragon? Uh, when you attune to the ring, you can. Take about five minutes. Oh. Can I ask it what its name is? Because I don't think Bessie is its name. <laughs> you, don't, <laughs> you don't think it would actually know. It's, it's such a... It's such a it's just a construct that exists to serve you. It doesn't really have an identity. Yes. Um, but yes, you now have the ring, and it does not dare try to force its will upon you. Ah. Wonderful. It just remains That's very nice. quiet. <laughs> yes, right. until next time. All right. Thanks for stopping by. Come back anytime. We love hey. visitors. I mean, let's not make it too, let's not make it a habit. 
I saved your life. That was a I played you a song. <laughs> Yeah, free, he did. He got a free performance from Paul and Seppa. So Strictly. I mean, he like reaches in a bag of pies and just like walks up to her and is like, thank you. And just like are they drops into her hands. <laughs> they are cherry, yes. <laughs> thank you, Strix. You're you're a good person. I'll miss you. And we appreciate your help. <laughs> All right. And you too, Miranda. And you too, Gwyneth. Please have fun with the black staff. I'm very happy. I can't make honor in your wedding. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Can I look at Strix and say something really quick? Absolutely. She's like, I want to lean in close to her and just say, I'll put in a good word for you. <gasps> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So when the black staff, Alessandra, Gwyneth, and Miranda march away um, with the... Uh, with Vajra, that leaves the Waffle Crew to convalesce. Anything you want to do once the four of you are reunited? Is it no longer snowing upward? The snow is stopped, and the clouds have parted, and sunbeam is shining down upon the four of you. Oh my god, yeah. Who wants to gather up Simon and be like, I wasn't scared, he says. I know you were, and thanks for, for telling mommy when daddy needed help. I love you guys. Strix <gasps> <Aww>. is <laughs> <laughs> just, just like eating a pie with like the four robes on her shoulder. And she's like, I love you guys too. <laughs> he just starts gathering everybody into a group hug. Strix reluctantly leans in. Yeah. Doesn't use her arm, just like this. <clears throat> okay. Uh, all right. So you have your moment uh, in a slight coda, small coda. Sometime later, Dernan decides to take his sword and hack the iron gauntlet off of Manchun, and he puts it in a lock. No! He puts it in a locked <laughs> chest. Uh, in I a, wanted it. In a back room nice. of the yawning portal. Cool. Uh, to get the hand is actually attached to his body. Miranda, did you? I would have taken it all. You would have taken it all. Great. Then you now have the hand with you. Oh God! Ah! Yes. I, right. just like I, don't weird stuff. I don't want that. I like weird stuff. I mean, I like weird stuff too, but not weird evil <laughs> magical stuff. I draw a line. Then, uh, while uh, while you're uh, basically uh, walking, Miranda, you can feel the hand moving. Yes, you know. Cool. I'm just gonna like take Mm-mm. the gauntlet and try and dump the hand out. Get out! There is no hand. There's nothing inside it. Oh, it's, just the whole. It's the, oh. yeah. the actual articulated limb is moving. <sighs> okay. And that's where we'll stop. <laughs> you know, if there's weird shit, I'm gonna try and take it. Of course. That was amazing. <laughs> yeah. I got it. How, do you have a total on how many NPCs you were controlling? I, I, I would like listen, to know. I took, I took, I you had two T Rexes, you had the druid friend, Christina's druid friend, you had two Manchoons, your green demons, the ice dragon, Durnan, two Snake. bodyguards, questionable assassin, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight other people you introduced. Yeah. They're, they're, uh, like, the 20, they're like 25 people. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh, oh, oh my gosh. Lots of cards. <clears throat> is Terrence dead, or did he just disappear in that moment? So Terrence got sucked down oh, by. She. I'm sorry. An, she. Terrence got sucked down by an imprisonment spell. 
and is basically trapped in the bowels of the world. Oh! What? It's dead. Nice. She's not dead. She's salvageable. Yeah. Oh, oh, poor baby. Yeah. Well, you have the, the ring for now. You can make too. a giant T-Rex. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, black staff can just summon you one. They can do anything, as what Strix thinks. Yeah. Also, is that a staff of power? I just loot it off of Banshoon. Sure is. <laughs> and and is, where is Robes? Robe of the Archmage. What? What do with that stuff? Yeah, and so uh, wear it. So, uh, but Alessandra, if you, when you, if anybody describes to the black staff, she can help. She can probably help you try to break the imprisonment with a freedom spell. If you're, if you're, if you want to see Terence reunited with you. Oh. That will take some work. Uh, and you will owe her. Hey guys, look, I'm drinking from an invisible bottle. All right. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. Uh, so we've already run long, so let's keep the announcement short. But before we part, I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Erica and Rachel and Christina for joining us on our little show and for bringing your characters back to life again. Yay. Of course. And, Anytime. Uh, and, uh, thank you for having us. Yeah. When we, yeah. <laughs> Let us know, let me know if you want to do the wedding episode. I'm sure we can fit that in yes. somewhere. Oh my god, I know Evelyn wants to. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, you're not single anymore. I'm really happy for you. Yes. <laughs> yes. Listen, I mean Miranda might just be Polly. Who knows? Yes, I know everybody helped. But congratulations, Gwyneth, on the on the on, on the killing Manchun. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Stand up through the back. Yeah. yeah. It's really? It's amazing that a creation of the Ring of Winter was his ultimate undoing. I hadn't Ooh, thought of that, but that's good. Ironic. That's good. Ir- ironic. Ironic. How beautiful. Poetic How justice. Poetic. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Big announcements, and I want the people who are the guests to um, tell their shows. Ooh. My show starts well, in 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we are both on Girls Gets Glory. That's mostly where yeah. you can find us. Yeah, stay tuned to our Twitter for more crazy things that might be happening. <laughs> And and your Sirens of the Realms, Christina, right? With uh, yes, Sirens of the Realms. Our season finale is about to start at seven o'clock on Twitch.tv backslash DND, aka this channel right here. Yeah. <laughs> and tomorrow I will be on Iron Keep Chronicles, playing regardless. So that's at eight o'clock on Twitch.tv backslash Saving Throw Show. Yay! Yep. Yay, Christina, birthday girl! That's right. Yeah. I didn't yeah, happy birthday! <laughs> I love yeah. you guys. Thank you. It was so much fun to do, like, for the day. Yeah. Hey. yeah. And right. uh, for everyone that didn't see, next week, Paulton is finally coming to Idol Champions. So, yeah. that's right. Cool. Yes. Today. Congratulations. Yeah. Yep. There's a whole cruise Complete there. Complete with Simon. <laughs> yep. That, yep. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I was so happy when I saw the the images that they sent with Simon riding around on Paulton. That was great. It's so cute. And mm-hmm. it's, it's still construct Simon. So. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and okay. my brief announcement is I uh, will be playing Starfinder on Dark Galaxies Gaming starting this week at 6.30 every Tuesday right after Dice Camera Action. So if you want to come watch Starfinder, I'm going to be learning and you can learn along with me. Nice. Yay! My only announcement is we have a subreddit. Go check it out, gamers. <laughs> gamers. And my only announcement is, but that's all, folks. We will oh be God. back. <laughs> we will be back next week with another episode of Dice Camera Action. Until then, take care of each other, take care of yourselves, and may you have a happy week. Stay warm, all you people in the middle of the country. Bye.
Thanks for listening to this episode of Dice Camera Action with Chris Perkins. Don't forget, Chris and the Waffle Crew broadcast live on twitch.tv slash dnd every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific time. For more information on the Waffle Crew or Dice Camera Action, go to dnd.wizards.com slash dca or head to the Dice Camera Action wiki at dicecameraaction.gamepedia.com. Until next week, happy hunting. Happy hunting.